0: Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula.
1: Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of India, Malaysia, and the United Kingdom, and in the states of South Carolina, Utah, and West Virginia, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio, in addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story in the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually to open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness. I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. It's easy to take for granted what is working in our lives and just focus on what is absent. In a special journal, take a few minutes every day to write down one to three ways in which you were successful in your emotional responses, thoughts, words, or actions Include changes in your relationships, work, health, and or finances. Even the smallest action or new thought can be a major personal victory. The more you do this, the better you will feel about yourself. This includes fully understanding what the actual problem is that you're wanting to improve. Until you can name something, you cannot fully understand it. And therefore, you can't fully heal from it. This is true whether the difficulty is physical, mental, or emotional. For instance, if you think a brain tumor is a migraine, you'll take the wrong medicine and get worse rather than better. There's a dividing line marking before you wake up to the truth and after you wake up. Once you know the truth, you can make the decisions that will help you improve the quality of your life physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I often have clients come to me who spent years unsuccessfully seeking help from counselors and healers who did not identify the problem accurately and therefore were not able to help them. In each of these instances, the source of their emotional pain was abuse. Often they were told that there was something wrong with them, which just reinforced what they were already thinking, rather than helping them identify themselves as a victim. Once you know you've been victimized, you can make new and better choices, including not allowing yourself to be a victim anymore. You can take charge of your life and become self-empowered. The same is true when you name your situation as estrangement from your adult child. It is a much harsher term and even more painful than realizing that you've been abused. But until you acknowledge it, you cannot heal from it. With the correct diagnosis, suddenly all the pieces fall into place. Place, It all makes sense, and you can begin the process of letting go of guilt, shame, and deep sadness and take steps to repair the relationship if your adult child is willing to do so. Either way, you can heal yourself. Keeping a success journal will help you in the healing process. Now let's do two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear, Do this first one with me. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love all around it. Do this at least once a day. It heals the earth and you of fear. Let's do the second one together. Place yourself inside a big bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. As we've been discussing, what we say and think will manifest quickly this month. Therefore, it is especially important that we pay attention to what we're thinking and saying and keep bringing ourselves back to the positive. Remember, one voice of truth and love drowns out 1,000 negative voices. My workshop, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality, will help you be that voice of truth and love. By participating, you'll receive a team of 1,000 angels who will help you now and for the rest of your life. You will increase your connection to your higher self and your intuition and connect you with the angelic part of yourself that is still in heaven and anchor that energy into your physical body for manifestation, comfort, strength, support, and guidance. It's one of two workshops available to you at your convenience from anywhere in the world. For details on this workshop and on my past life regression workshop, go to my website drpaulajoyce.com and click on Workshop Rentals. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Tina Gilbertson, who's here to talk about reconnecting with your estranged adult child. Heal Yourself and Your Relationship. After the episode last week with Miguel Dean, I received the following email from Lori. Miguel's comparison of our feelings to an internal guidance system was helpful. It made me stop and think about those who say or do mean things to others and the impact that the divine feminine could have on their lives. The cycle of abuse could be broken if we all had a healthy balance between the divine feminine and sacred masculine. I also appreciated the discussion on how important it is to allow ourselves to feel our emotions and not allow them to build up inside ourselves Thank you for having such amazing guests on your show. You're welcome, Lori. And thank you for taking the time to be so thoughtful in the way you listen to the show and apply it to your own life. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on the Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine, please listen to some of my previous shows like December 19, 2019 with Rhoda Shapiro, Awakening Our Feminine Gifts to Heal Ourselves and the Planet, May 25, 2017 with Danielle Del Embracing Our Divine Feminine and June 11th, 2015 with Gus Kaufman. Yes, boys must cry. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Balancing the Masculine and Feminine, posted in October 2015. It's only through that balance that we can become healthy and whole. Here's an excerpt. To be successful in our changing times, we need to create balance between our masculine and feminine sides, know when to use the different qualities that we have available to us, and create wholeness. In Hebrew, the word shalom is usually translated as peace. In fact, it means wholeness. I find this really important because when we are whole, we are at peace. When we have peace within ourselves, we can create peace within the world, thereby creating wholeness in the world. As we've said many times on this show, world peace starts with each individual creating peace within themselves. To read this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. In addition to my blog's. Please check out my YouTube channel with more than 40 videos, including my series entitled Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth. My spirit guides gave me a simple technique for you to use when you're meditating to help you feel more peaceful from within. Do it with me now. Take a deep breath with a long exhale. Do this once more. And a third time. Now ask the part of your higher self called your all peaceful self to bring you peace in your life. Now imagine yourself being surrounded by the color turquoise, And surround that with white light and surround all of it with gold light. Do this often when you are feeling anxious and want peace. Now it's time for my silver lining stories. I met someone recently who mentioned that she had watched the first Trump-Biden debate without noticing anything unusual in the way Donald Trump treated Joe Biden she didn't identify him as a bully until she listened to the commentators talk about his behavior. To her, he was exhibiting normal behavior. She had grown up in a home where people yelled at each other, talked over each other, and were generally rude, disrespectful, and controlling. Since she is just beginning to understand her role as a victim, she didn't identify Trump's behavior as abusive and totally unacceptable under any circumstances. Having Donald Trump as our president is an opportunity for For people worldwide to wake up to the truth of their own circumstances, past or current, we have never had a president of a democratic nation behave in such a blatantly abusive manner in public and in private. Most abusers have their abuse, save their abuse for private interactions and maintain a public facade of someone who is admirable." With Trump being so openly abusive, it gives people an opportunity to recognize what might be going on in their own homes that is harmful to themselves and their children. With that recognition comes the possibility of the choice to heal. Hopefully, people will make that choice. My second silver lining story is about a client who chose estrangement from her abusive parents. Abuse does not have to lead to estrangement if both parent and child are willing to grow and make changes in their behavior, which can lead step by step to a healthy relationship. This was not the case with my client's parents, however, who tried to force her to stop seeing me. When that didn't work, they tried intimidating me. We both stood fast and eventually the parents backed off. Seven years later, when they do try to reconnect with her, it's always in abusive ways, including showing up unannounced at her home or workplace. Since she didn't give them those addresses, their behavior threw her off balance, bringing back old feelings of not being safe. Every time one of these instances occurs, her silver lining is using their abusive behavior to heal another layer of pain. She has been strong, courageous, and relentless in her commitment to her own healing. She is willing to face the pain knowing that it's the only way to release it, become stronger and more self-empowered, and to attract more and more positive people and experiences into her life. She has gone from living in a wealthy, abusive home where she was beaten and deprived of food to a shelter for abused women, to a nice apartment with her partner, from jobless to waitressing for abusive bosses to starting her own business to support herself while studying to gain the skills she needs to pursue the profession of her dreams from being abused sexually, financially, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually by people who she sought out for healing to actually healing through the work we are doing together, from feeling hatred and anger toward her parents to seeing the positive in them without allowing them back in her life, and from being triggered by their abusive behavior to noticing it without reacting in old, dysfunctional ways. She has learned to see the complexity of people, relationships, and life. Choosing estrangement was not easy. It was, however, and continues to be, the wise and self-loving choice. Our guest today, Tina Gilbertson, is a psychotherapist and author of Reconnecting with Your Estranged Adult Child, Practical Tips and Tools to Heal Your Relationship. Her work has been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, Glamour, Real Simple, and Redbook. In 2019, Tina co-founded ReconnectionClub.com, offering education, community, and support to help estranged parents repair their relationships with their adult children. She also hosts the Reconnection Club podcast. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com to like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world you can now rent my past life regression workshop video and and awakening your inner angelic light body video at your convenience from anywhere in the world you can also contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community your question for today is how has abuse or estrangement affected you Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tina Gilbertson, who's here to talk about reconnecting with your estranged adult child, heal yourself, and your relationship. Find out what makes the
2: most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals. Solve your most challenging problems
0: Three four six nine one four one. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. And you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. And as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email Dr. Paul at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down how abuse or estrangement has affected you. I'm so pleased to welcome Tina Gilbertson, who's here to talk about reconnecting with your estranged adult child, heal yourself, and your relationship. Tina, it's a a true pleasure to have you on the show. I think your work is profound and so very important and potentially healing for those who um, take advantage of the wisdom that you share. Um, I was wondering if you would start by um, explaining to us what estrangement means.
3: Sure, and thank you so much for having me on your show, Dr. Paula. It's an honor to be with you. Um, estrangement is a is a pretty fancy word, but I wanted to use it because it covers a lot of different bases. Essentially, it is a um, you know it when you when you feel it. There's a there's a, a distance between you and someone you love, and it's always an emotional distance, and there may be a physical distance as well. So uh, it may be total cutoff where you simply never hear from the person and of course there's no emotional uh, regular connection there either or it may be an on again off again kind of a relationship where sometimes things seem okay and you are in contact but maybe you feel like you're walking on eggshells a lot and then suddenly you're you're on the outs again so i think that's a pretty pretty common situation and then and then there's even something that i call emotional estrangement which it, 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 there is no physical distance. I mean, you may get together for coffee regularly or, you know, you may be part of each other's lives, but the other person feels more like a stranger than, than they should to you. And so the, the distance is entirely emotional. So those are different kind of manifestations of the same really painful uh, distance in a relationship that, that feels like it really should be close.
1: Um, Yeah, I I think that your definition is profound and helped me realize the distinction between abuse and estrangement. They can coexist, but they're also, and they're also different. And so I think if one is not familiar with the term estranged and that sense of being treated like a stranger by your own child, um, it can be confused with abuse from the child to the parent. And so I think um, that alone is profound information for people who are may have understood the relationship in terms of abuse and can now also see it through a different lens. Yeah, I think that's a very important,
3: Distinction that you're making, and and I do know because I work with so many parents that it is not uncommon for a parent to feel abused by the, these distancing behaviors, or sometimes there's even really vitriolic messaging from the child that makes that hurts the parent very deeply. Uh, but what we know about estrangement from uh, adult children, because there's been you know some research on on it, on Parent-child estrangement, and most of it has asked the adult children, "Why are you doing this?" And and what it uh, what appears to be true is that the adult child is not seeking to hurt the parent. They're seeking distance from the relationship because they feel, in some way, hurt by it. Either either they've been uh, deeply disappointed, or they feel unseen, or they're not sure that they're loved. Uh, they don't feel supported or accepted by the parent. And this can come as a a revelation to parents who, who feel that they love their children, you know, know the many ways that they've tried to support and provide for their children. And so it can, it can just be like, why on earth would you be behaving this way? Because I don't see it, you know, so there, there is a total uh, disconnect. And then it does just feel like senseless. Abuse, especially for parents who have actually been abused themselves in earlier times of their lives. I think that being on the receiving end of abuse behavior does set people up for both being abused and feeling abused. You know, there, there, you, you can just develop a certain hair trigger for abuse situations and, um, you can react in a way that makes you forget your own power, you know. When when you when a parent feels abused by their adult child, I mean, I'm not talking about elder abuse. That's a real thing. If you are dependent on your child um, because you're disabled or for whatever reason, and your child has a duty of care toward you, then certainly it is possible. And unfortunately, it does happen regularly where adult children do abuse the parents who are dependent on them. But if you're not dependent on your child and you feel abused by them, to me, that's a red flag that says you've let go of your power in the relationship and you're remembering a time where you really were powerless and someone powerful, someone you depended and relied upon was abusing you. And so that is a clue to um, start really looking inward and doing some of your own work to heal from the uh, early hurts in your life that may have led to uh, these feelings of powerlessness and and a lack of wholeness, you know, like you were talking about earlier, that that lack of peace that comes from not being whole.
1: Well, and it can become even more complex when even if the parent has done... Their own healing. You have a spouse or an ex-spouse who is complicating matters and fueling the fire to help create the estrangement and creating, um, uh, well, be, using abuse. Uh, the child as an op- the even the adult child is an opportunity to still get at the, um, the, other, the um, ex-spouse. Yeah, that, that absolutely does
3: happen. Third parties have an influence, obviously, on all of us. But the only um, solution, since you can't control that third party influence, is to really focus on the relationship, the, the one-on-one relationship between yourself and your child. Because at some point, I mean, unless the child is like eight years old, they have some choice. Um, they, ch- they can choose their loyalties and they have some basis as adults, usually, um, for making that decision. So you always, in order to claim power and to repair relationships, you've got to look for ways in which there's something to repair between yourself and the child. And unfortunately, I, you know, it, it's terrible when it happens, when people try, to um, insinuate themselves into relationships in a negative way. Um, but I, I don't know that you can do anything about that except be the person you know yourself to be and the person you can be and focus where, where your energy matters, which is on repairing the relationship with the person you want to have a relationship with. And if necessary, if it's, say, the spouse of your child who... Seems to have a problem with you. You can also work on that relationship, and it may just mean uh, finding the good side of that person, or just turning the other cheek and being the bigger person. Whatever you need to do. If that person is a gatekeeper, um, you know it's terrible, and you can you can be honest with yourself about what a terrible situation that is. But you can't say to the person, "You're being terrible." You're obstructing my relationship with my kid because that tends to make them just dig their heels in. For whatever reason, they've decided to do that. Um, I think the, the only uh, solution, if that person truly is the gatekeeper, and it's not always clear that, that it isn't the child herself or himself who's letting that person be a gatekeeper, but if that person really has that power and is keeping your child away, um, then the best solution is kind of the Dale Carnegie, you know, winning friends and influencing people kind of thing. It sounds kind of trite, but there's a reason that book is still a bestseller, you know, after 100 years. I mean, these, there, there is a way to get on the good side of people and to be someone they want to be close to instead of someone they want to slam the door on.
1: Right, and so, you know, one of your definitions of astrayment was that someone is completely cut off. So, Mm -hmm. how do you um, get to your child to begin this repair if
2: Mm -hmm. they're
1: not speaking to you at all? Yeah. Uh, Well, the good news is
3: that um, unlike 100 years ago, complete cutoff is it's pretty tough these days. It's hard to disappear in uh, in the, the world of today. There are many ways of finding people. And so I believe that lifelong cutoff is, well, I, I, it's certainly not the norm. Most estrangements, according to research, are temporary. So uh, first, don't despair that you know, the, there is no opportunity. But so there, there are always ways to find somebody. But the most important thing, you know, people, parents especially, are always in a big hurry. How do I reach out? And so on. The most important thing to do is to be ready first. So contact is not the solution. Uh, the solution is addressing the problem that led to a lack of contact, if that makes sense.
1: Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. So
3: uh, when you're ready, when you've done some work, when you've, when you've uh, educated yourself as best you can about what the issues are in, in your particular family or in the case of your particular child, both by reflecting yourself on the relationship and also by thinking about clues from your child, like what did he or she complain about a lot? What were the themes of those complaints? What did they try to tell me a hundred times that I, that was hard for me to hear? You know, you, you, there's a lot of, um, just kind of thinking and, and, and feeling and reflecting that parents can do. And it's painful, painful work, especially when there is a lot of shame. Um, and, and that's why shame is the number one enemy of making repairs with your child. Shame is the reason why some parents will never see their kids again, because shame will unfortunately get in the way of their um, their own healing and their own personal growth and development that will lead them into a different um, position with their child, a different stance toward their child. So... If your child is completely cut off and you don't know how to find them, first I know I know it feels like oh my gosh if I don't do this if I don't do something right now, nothing's ever going to change. Here's the thing: if if there has been no communication for a really long time, you could um, find find them um, on the internet. Uh, it, you know, if necessary, and and you want to hold this one lightly because, as you mentioned before. People don't always want you showing up on their doorstep. It might feel very violating to them. But in a in a pinch, you can find out how at least some way of contacting them and then just send an apology. And what the apology does is it is the one thing that uh, is not like a tennis ball that needs to be smacked back over the net. It It is an opening. It is... And if, even if you don't know what you're apologizing for, you can apologize for the state of the relationship and for not knowing um, how it got to be this way and let let your child know I am investigating I'm, I'm trying I'm working on uh, on myself and my understanding of our family and your childhood and just let them know I, I apologize that things are the way they are. I am working hard to figure this out and I'd love to to be there for you in a different way, if possible, in the future. And, you know, that is just reaching out and touching them. It's not asking anything from them. But that way your child knows that you are not just moving on in your life, that you are still thinking
1: about them and working on whatever it was
3: that led to the disconnect in the first place.
1: Um, It's time for a commercial, but I want to emphasize that last part that it's so important that the parent do their own work to heal themselves. And in that process, it then becomes possible to reconnect from a different place than where you were when the relationship um, became estranged. Um, let's talk more about this when we come back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. you receive the information on all our shows, the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process, from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages Tearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind, and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, on your paper, write down what can you do to start healing yourself and your relationship with your child. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tina Gilbertson, who's here to talk about reconnecting with your estranged adult child. Heal yourself your world. Motivate. Change.
2: Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call one 346 9141 That's one Three four six nine one four one. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor. Welcome back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you can do to start healing yourself and your relationship with your child. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Katrina Alehu can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Tina Gilbertson talking about reconnecting with your estranged adult child and healing yourself and the relationship. Um, Tina, you have such wisdom and important information that you're sharing. And I just wanted to clarify that um, when you were talking about reconnecting, uh you know, I understand the the apology even if it's just about the disconnection. Um, where I was confused was when you were talking about find uh, what what I heard was uh, was doing anything necessary in order to reconnect and including um, you know the relationship with the spouse. And I don't think you were suggesting that someone allow themselves to be abused, but it could have been misconstrued. So could you talk to us a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely.
3: And I'm so glad you brought that up. It is never, ever, ever necessary or desirable to allow yourself to be abused by anyone, ever, for any reason. And... This is why it is so incredibly complex when a parent has a history of abuse. And as I said before, they are more susceptible to being abused and to feeling abused later in life. It is extremely difficult to walk that fine line between healthy accountability for anything that your child feels uh, you know, uh, was was damaging to them, there is a healthy accountability. But when you have been abused and your child says, you were a terrible parent, um, you know, there's a, something in you that goes off and says, I'm not, I don't need to take this. I'm an adult now. I don't need to, I don't need to be anybody's victim. I'm, no, I'm nobody's doormat. I'm not going to take that. And so there's a natural, healthy response against being abused. And you need to navigate healthy boundaries of you, you don't abuse me, you don't call me names, you don't speak to me in ways that are disrespectful. So, healthy boundaries and also side by side with those healthy boundaries, there is, I recognize my part in our relationship. And, um, uh, you know, if you have, complaints about me. I, I want to hear them. If there's something that I can do to improve our relationship, I want to hear that. But it's, you can imagine how fine a line it can be between feeling like you're allowing yourself to be disrespected, abused uh, verbally and emotionally, and uh, taking that that necessary accountability sometimes. That, that is what so many adult child are, are looking for. They just they just want to hear their parents say, gosh, I I had no idea. I, I wish I had. I'm so sorry that it was like that for you. I, I wish I'd known and stuff. Um, but you can take healthy accountability without being anybody's punching bag. So if, for example, your child or anyone else is speaking to you Rudely with with um, foul language, for example, it's never necessary to sit there and put up with that. And there are ways to set that boundary. You know, I want to hear what you're saying, but when you when you use those words, I I can't really hear. So if you're going to continue to use that language, I'll need to end the conversation now. I do want us to keep talking, so maybe we can continue this another time. You see, so there's a way of opening the door and being available emotionally without being or feeling like a victim.
1: Beautifully said. Horrifying? Absolutely. Um, I You use the word accountability. I talk about responsibility. I think they're the same thing that, you know, mm-hmm. we any relationship has two people in it. <laughs> it's not. Right. It's not just one. And so... Things don't eat, develop in isolation. It's something right. happening between two people, even when there are outside forces um, stirring the pot. It it's how you know our vulnerabilities. We all have them that may cause us to um, respond in ways that are hurtful to a, another, to our child when we don't intend that. But we're not right. healed in in our within ourselves. And so we react rather than respond. Um, and we all have those wounded places within ourselves. So I, I think that's such an important distinction that um, because in the healing process, um, the adu- the parent begins to see their own, um vulnerabilities and their own role in every relationship and then mm-hmm. but then also the child has to open their ears and be willing and their heart and be willing to hear it well the, the the thing is hopefully the adult child is doing his or her own work
3: to show up for that relationship but but it cannot be depended upon you get to do All of your own work, if you choose to do it, regardless of what comes back at you. And and I don't mean regardless in terms of even if you're abused. That's not what I mean. I mean, you you cannot hold other people to task. Hey, you've got to do your work. I'm doing mine. You have to do yours. There is a lot of wisdom in imagining yourself to be 100%, not 50, not 51, but 100% responsible for every relationship you're in. Like, that's all you can control is what you bring to every relationship. And what the other person brings is up to them. Are they going to do their own work? Let's hope. But if they don't, are you still going to do yours? Are you still going to bring to the relationship what you want to bring to that relationship?
1: Exactly. We're on the same page. I agree 100% with you. We need to continue to do our own healing and hope and pray that our children do the same. And that, um, and that at some point, the healing, when everyone's ready and all the stars are aligned, that the, um, yeah. the healing can really occur at deep levels yeah. and meaningful levels. Yes, and and abuse, you know, is an intergenerational problem.
3: It is a learned behavior, and it does. It it destroys lives, and the only way that I know of to heal from from a history of abuse is through compassion for everybody involved. I don't believe any parent sets out to hurt their children. Um, I know that a lot of parents have been uh, victims of abuse and maybe never received treatment they didn't even realize. As you were talking about uh, the person who wrote in and said, I didn't realize that was bullying behavior. I thought that was normal. There's so much of that. And so when the child complains about that same behavior, it's like, what are you talking about? There's got to be that, that compassionate understanding of, oh my gosh, we've all been raised in an atmosphere where what was not normal was called normal and we all need to heal from that all of us parents children grandchildren grandparents there's no there's no perpetrator here there's no evil doer there's just uh generations and generations where things get taught and learned willingly
1: uh exactly and i remember when it turned out to be um just a few months before my mother passed away and i sat her down and I said, you know, I know you don't mean it, but your mother probably did this to you and her mother to her, and this is what I have been experiencing. And my mother said, just what you said, I never meant to hurt you. And yeah. and there was this incredible healing with just those wow. words. Yes.
3: That's exactly, uh, that's, that's a beautiful um Image, that's exactly what I think it takes.
1: And for me, I was very grateful that it happened when it did because that was the last time that last visit where um, where we spoke. Um, so it's it's never, you know, as long as we're breathing, there's always the opportunity, whether it comes from the child or um, from the parent. To open that door and to um, do our best to heal um, whatever we can before um, someone passes to the other side. And of course, there's healing possible once that happens as well, but it's, and it's, can be more satisfying if we can do it here so i want to thank you so much for being on the show this portion uh, of our show um we we have to close but i'm so grateful to you tina for your wisdom and helpful advice and your deep understanding of this very complex Um, uh, situation, relationship, estrangement, and abuse and how they um, connect with each other. Thank you. And I encourage everyone to purchase your book, Reconnecting with Your Estranged Adult Child, Practical Tips and Tools to Heal Your Relationship, and also to go to your website, tinagilbertson.com. And what is the other one that is... um, uh, the club. Um, I don't have it yes. in front of me. Go that's ahead. Reconnection,
3: ReconnectionClub.com. It's kind of the online school for parents. If
1: if the book is the textbook,
3: that's the school. It's people can connect with me and with other parents who are repairing their relationships with their kids in an atmosphere of, of positive, um, proactive support and inspiration.
1: Beautiful. Thank you so much. And thank you all for joining us. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook and rent my past life regression workshop video and my new one, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body manifesting your reality read my latest blog and learn about my services including coaching speaking hands-on healing remote healing the akashic records past life regressions dream interpretation i'm also now able to video conference any of my speeches or workshops such as dissolving fear and anxiety Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, the I'm Awakening, or the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Katrina Lehu, who's the Archangel of Hope. Ask for her help daily, in addition to whoever else you pray to, in order to help you live with hope. Even in the most difficult of circumstances, use your own words or say something like, Archangel Katrina Lehu, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be hopeful. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Katrina Lehu, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be hopeful that I will have a healthy relationship with my son. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday when Maggie Craddock will join us to discuss Lifeboat, Navigating Unexpected Career Change and Disruption, November 5th when Cindy Dale will be here to talk about Llewellyn's Little Book of Empathy, and on November 12th, when Bonnie McLean will join us to discuss integrative medicine, return of the soul to health care. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week.